The only place in the multiverse where you can love the book, hate the movie, but still buy all the toys. I'm afraid you're just too darn loud. I'm not looking for a friend. I'm looking for a Jedi master. A what? Please remember to hold on to your butts and get ready to get stressed. With your hosts, Craig Goldberg, Abigail Gardner, and Jacob Walsh. Hi, everybody. What's up? Uh, welcome to the Legacy Sequel Showdown here at the American Sci-Fi Classics Track at DragonCon. We are Yes Have Some Podcast. Uh, yeah. Give yourself a round of applause. Thank you. Thank you. I think this is going well. It's so far it's already going good. very well. Better than expected. We did the um, mic switcheroo. Yeah, it was good. So good. here's the deal, everybody. Um, this might be a little bit different than like a normal panel you see at DragonCon because it's mainly us entertaining ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, But we'll have some audience participation. My name is Craig Goldberg. Uh, we host uh, Yes Have Some Podcasts. We've been doing it for the last five years. We're from here in Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, and uh, we're here to talk about legacy sequels and probably a lot of Ghostbusters Afterlife. This is kind of our backdoor way of saying, can we go talk about Ghostbusters for, for an hour? No, no, no. We're going to cover a lot of ground. But let me introduce my friends here. Uh, Jacob Walsh. Hi. What's up? <laughs> Nothing, man. I'm at DragonCon. Oh, okay. Are you enjoying DragonCon? It's, it's weird, uh, but I'm glad to be back here. Okay. Yeah. Why are you wearing a mask? <laughs> I mean, well, because everybody else is. Oh, okay, cool. Abigail Gardner. Very cool. Hey, friend. Um, nice to see you all. Thank you friend. for coming, everyone. Hi, friend. I have bracelets that I've made that say YHS Pod for good questions or just any questions. Honestly, um, I'll be passing these out if you have a good comment. Yeah, yeah. and we'll, we'll we we won't save Q and A till the end. If anybody has opinions or agrees or disagrees with anything we say, yeah, we want to hear it. We'll just do it. So, but I want this to be lively. So, I want to hear another round of applause for everybody for making it to DragonCon. Surviving the pandemic so far. Well, it's still it's technically still going. I don't know if you've seen True. the news. There's a lot of people. There's a the Delta variant costume. There's been like ten of them. I say that's poor taste. Let's uh, yeah, let's not talk about it. All right, <laughs> All right. legacy sequel. I've got the definition of a legacy sequel here because Jake and I have been arguing for weeks about what it actually is or if it. E- it's even a thing. I'm not 100% sure it exists. <laughs> okay. Yeah, legacy sequel versus reboot versus remake. Like, we're trying to define and figure out exactly what this is we're talking about. Listen. What do you got? Okay. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> a legacy sequel is a work that follows the continuity of the original works, but takes place further along down the timeline, often focusing on new characters with the original ones still present in the plot. Cool. So... Every sequel? <laughs> Listen. Okay. So I think when I think uh, legacy sequel, I'm thinking The Force Awakens. I'm thinking it's 15, 20, 25 years later. There's new characters. The old characters are there in some form, but the focus has shifted. That's so specific. But it's. Did I make this? Are legacy sequels? Is this even a thing? <laughs> if you think legacy sequels are a thing. All right, cool. So we Blade know we're not... What did you say? Blade Runner. Right, Blade Runner. so... Let's, yeah, Force Awakens. The Halloween re- well, sequel, which we're going to talk about. We're going to get there. So we're, we're going to cover a lot of ground. We're going to kind of go over some of our favorites, some of our not-so-favorites. Leprechaun. Leprechaun. Bill and Ted face the music. Yeah, things like that. Okay. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about The Force Awakens for a second, okay? Just general audience poll. Do we like The Force Awakens? Some notes, you raise your huh? hand, yes, you get a bracelet. <laughs> <laughs> Come up afterwards, or no, come on up now. Here you go. There you go. See? Big Ray fan. Big Ray my, fan. Yeah. Hey, my yeah. battery's dead. <laughs> your battery's dead? Yeah. All right, well, well, there's another mic down there. See if that one works. And if not, you can stand. <laughs> Just stand up. <laughs> I think Abby probably wants to stand. Does that work? Yeah. Does it? This is getting Does this? Fun. I think we're good. Don't do that. All right, cool. All right. We all have mics. Great. We scooch? 
Sorry, everybody. Technical difficulty. All right, cool. We're going to be weird. Yeah, okay. All right, so The Force Awakens, right? Thank you, sir. This guy's going to get a second bracelet. Um, <laughs> the Force Awakens is the perfect example of what we're talking about, right? It's, what, 30 years after the original. Mm-hmm. You've got new characters are the main focus. You do have the old characters in there. We're not going to get into a whole debate on whether... Yes, we have a question already. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, would you consider it a new Ghostbusters movie, a legacy movie? Yeah, Absolutely. let's just talk about that. Let's, let's just talk about Ghostbusters. Thank, thank you. Thank you. That's what we needed. That's, what, that's oh, all we wanted. They want to hear about Ghostbusters. Oh, I guess we're talking about Ghostbusters. Cool. Oh, okay. Who's excited about Ghostbusters Afterlife? <laughs> this is a much different reaction than the Star Wars question. <laughs> <laughs> Ghostbusters fans are always positive, and there's never been controversy. <laughs> never. Very positive. Um, okay, so Jason Reitman is directing the new Ghostbusters. It comes out <laughs> at some time. Some, Stay tuned. Sometime later than today. Uh, today, it's uh, what November 19th is November the, the 19th, latest yeah. release date. But we think that's probably safe to stay. I mean, well, we thought November 11th was yeah. safe to stay. I also said this in March and in June. So, mm-hmm. um, But... Abigail, yeah. how are you feeling about Ghostbusters Afterlife? Uh, very, very excited, um, very confident, and um, just eager. It's like it's almost like, because with the pushback because of uh, COVID, etc., because um, obviously we know there was an earlier release date that was supposed to come out in the summer of 2020, um, it's like you, I felt like I got in a relationship with someone, and then they like went across the country to like have a journey and I wouldn't, didn't get to see them for a long time. And now hold on, wait, hold back. on. What kind of, <laughs> who hasn't been through this situation? You, know you start saying? dating you someone. Love, you watch the trailer. You're like, Oh my God, I love these characters. I can't wait to see this. Then it's like, Oh yeah. They go on a journey. Year. Okay. I agree. That's a good, yeah. that's a good. That's yeah. That's good how one. I feel about it. I'm, okay. I'm like, it's a long lost friend slash special person in my life that I want to see. Oddly specific. Yeah. <laughs> We probably we need to talk later. Uh, Jake, what? Uh, how are you feeling about Ghostbusters Afterlife? Uh, a little nervous. I mean, I kind of feel like what Abby feels, but also a little nervous. And I, I, I also want to say confident, but the last time I, I sort of felt confident about you know going into a Ghostbusters movie, it did not turn out exactly how I wanted it to. You talking about Ghostbusters too? Yes. Okay. Back in 1989. <laughs> Well, okay. That's what we're talking about. I think the the thing with legacy sequels is that it's not that it necessarily ignores other films that came out past the original, but in a way, Afterlife is kind of like it's not going to be a direct continuation to answer the call. So that's kind of a caveat of what we're talking about. Okay, so hold on. So we're adding that legacy sequels specifically have to ignore yeah, other sequels? Yeah, there's a level of it that's like you have to erase a certain so, amount of them. So Jaws 3 is a legacy, or Jaws 4 is a legacy sequel? Yeah, no, nope. It didn't come out long enough after. Movie. Guys, do you, legacy... But what's the, da- what's the date cut off? Listen, the word legacy, I think what that means is it's far away. <laughs> like, it's a legacy. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, sir. I'd say I think the, the one of the better examples is something like a creed. Oh, Creed. Good one, yeah. Yes. After, and it's covering people who are like descendants okay. of them. Exactly. Creed, Rocky Balboa. Once you have that 20 to 25 year gap, nobody is walking into like whatever. It's one of, it's one of those movies that's got to be so long that they have to basically reboot it without rebooting it. Exactly. Yeah, but because they have like, to make sure that people might come in not knowing anything about. Yeah. Sure. What but saying. it's like there's a passing of the baton, like connective tissue to like the Leprechaun original Return. Property. Do you want to talk about Leprechaun Returns? Do you want to talk I about always want to talk about Leprechaun? No. Um, so Ghostbusters Afterlife, obviously we're we're huge Ghostbusters fans. We we cover a lot of topics on our podcast, but we're part of the Ghostbusters fan community. Um and we're we're there is a level of confidence in this movie just instilled from the way it's being marketed. I mean the first trailer was great. Did everybody see the new trailer that came out a couple weeks ago? Yeah. yeah? No? Yeah. It's really great. Like, objectively, I think it's really great. Um, and the way fandom is these days is to have, like, that negative, like, who can be the snarkiest, who can get on Twitter and make the the first, you know, dig. But, like, everybody I talk to seems genuinely excited. But the thing that I keep coming back to, I want to throw to both of you on this, 
it seems like this is the least likely scenario for a Ghostbusters 3. Like, nothing, the way it's happening makes zero sense. <laughs> yeah. Like, think about it real 100%. quick. 100%. We are on record. I know you are on record on our podcast saying that Jason Reitman is not going to. Yes. Yeah, I've definitely said mantle. that before. There's I'm no pretty because he does, like, you know, all, like, artsy. Like, I was like, uh, anybody who says Jason Reitman's ever going to do a Ghostbusters movie is a complete idiot and doesn't even deserve to be a Ghostbusters But fan. I'm also pretty sure that Jason Reitman is on record as saying yeah, he the exact also, same yeah. thing. But his reluctance is, like, part of it. Like, he's coming back into it. I feel like that's going to be a portion of the movie. Like, there's going to be a part of it, like, bringing the group back together. There's a, you mean there's going to be a part where Jason Reitman just shows him and says, hey, I don't want to do this. I, I, do this. Do this. I just want to make sure you guys all know that. It's I that thing where it's like, he's so good at what he does. He's like, I didn't want to do this, but I had to. Because, like, it's like a flex. It's the ultimate flex. Mm-hmm. Um, Ghostbusters 2, 1989. Ghostbusters 3 has been in some level of development since basically 1989. I always tell the story. When I got the internet... Got AOL, 1997. Yes, I was privileged. <laughs> a lot of people didn't have the internet in 97 or 95, whatever it was. Don't focus on the wrong part of the story. What I'm saying is, the first thing I did, the first thing I searched was, is Ghostbusters 3 happening? And I've been typing the same thing into my computer every day since the seventh grade. And now it's actually happening. And every time you type that in, Dan Aykroyd shows up at your house yeah. and lies directly to your face. Next spring. And he's been doing that for 30 years. Yeah. Dan Aykroyd has been saying in some form publicly yeah. that the next Ghostbusters is in production since 1989. It got It's really- on, isn't it on the Blues Brothers? Uh, the Blues the Blues Brothers DVD. The that Blues says, Brothers 2000 DVD. It has like a date. <laughs> it says Ghostbusters 3, 1999. Yeah, the footage you can cut from YouTube is there's hours of him making promises. Yeah. So, so you gotta, I mean, he did invent Ghostbusters, so you can't blame him <laughs> for like wanting it to keep, you know, going. It's like that uh, John DeLorean is always, I was gonna, we're putting out a new DeLorean soon. It's like, oh, you're not. Like Avatar. John DeLorean. Okay. He invented uh, the flux capacitor. That's what makes time travel possible. Thank you. Thank you, Thank you. Um, So we we won't get into the 2016 stuff. Uh, That movie has uh, its own fan. You know, it's got a fan base within the Ghostbusters community. It did a lot, brought a lot of new people into the fan community, and that's really cool. But now they've kind of done it. This is. The closest comparison is RoboCop, where they remade RoboCop, and everybody was like, no. And now, <laughs> since then, they've been trying to like go back to like maybe properly sequelize the original RoboCops, which also, I don't know if we need that, but... No, but, I'll, but I want it. Yeah, sure. So, Abigail, hmm. based on what you've seen from the new movie, yeah. compared, you're a huge fan of the originals. Yes. What are you excited about? Like, What about it specifically is like speaking to you? Um, uh, let's see. Honestly, the the cast, um, the fact that there's a, a continuation for of the uh, the Spangler family, we're gonna see what's going on with um with his daughter, granddaughter, etc. And just just seeing like the the moments with um uh what's her name um McKenna like, Grace McKenna Grace yeah uh, she's just fantastic on screen and I think that um she's really gonna carry this movie into like a really special family place which is why i think jason reitman had a story it's like he's he understands family dynamics and he understands like human interaction you see that in his films i feel like this is going to be a movie with a really moving story um but besides that all of the uh the special effects and knowing that there's going to be the ectos back all the original stuff is back we're seeing uh, terror dogs like it's 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 over the top like there's already like it's a good movie on its own and then above that there's there's going to be so many things that are mind-blowing. My turn? Yeah, yeah sure. Like, I would like you to talk. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, those all those things for sure. But, like, you know, whenever we were at uh, when we were at FanFest and Jason Reitman talked about they, they went back into, like, the archives and found all that old footage because they were doing something with it. And the fact that they've been doing that and the, the score is very reminiscent of the original score and all the... Uh, trying to keep the effects the same and that that's the kind of stuff yeah. that, that gets me into it. Yeah. Yeah, respect, like paying homage. Like there's there's But it's serious. even right, but it's even more than that in the sense that like to me, if you see the way that like movies are sequelized and rebooted, it never seems like there's like look at the last men in black. 
where it was just like... Do we have to? <laughs> We'd all pray to get out of that. Yeah. You That's should, your movie. You should show that new Men in Black, Men in Black International. Show that. Um, it, it doesn't feel like there's a lot of care to the to the legacy of that franchise. It was just... Let's get new actors. Let's put them in there. Let's have a story that's technically the Men in Black, and then they wonder why people, like, aren't as into it. Like, people have a deep connection to the fandoms that they love, yeah. and like, you know, we did the Force Awakens question earlier, but it could be Force Awakens or Last Jedi or Rogue One or, or any of those movies. Like, people feel very strongly, and we've been having this head cannon for so long, specifically with Ghostbusters, of what has happened since then. What does a, a new movie with uh, where did Pete? What happened to Peter Venkman? Yeah. He doesn't seem like the kind of guy who'd be like sticking around and like going through. Like he seems like he would have bailed. Right. It, well, it's one of the weird things is that they've always for the last you know twenty or thirty years they always just tell us here's four people that are going to be in the movie and they're you know for the whoever the comedians are at the time and it's going to be in New York because it has to be in New York for some reason. But the fact that this is like taking place on a farm and and it's just such a it, it's not at all what you would ever think Ghostbusters 3 would turn out to be. Right, and that's why I said it's the least likely thing like 30 years after the last movie of uh, Egon Spangler's family like <laughs> what? Like Harold Ramis passing was like this this horrible blow to like comedy basically and to the Ghostbusters community. And to see him... Oh, Mitchell's here. Hey, Mitchell. <laughs> Come on in, buddy. Um, to see them figure out a way, and hopefully a tasteful way, to continue the legacy of that character and like... Well, he's a lamp now. Well, if you look at the trailers... Yes. Is there something he might be a lamp. He might be a lamp. Um, Abby, I want to ask you this. Yes. There's a generational thing. Mm -hmm. There's a certain generation probably born like pre-1980 or pre-1975 that views Ghostbusters as one thing. Ghostbusters is this huge comedy that came out and it was the next line of huge comedies featuring these actors. So Animal House, Caddyshack, Stripes, mm -hmm. Trading Places, Ghostbusters. And that's how they viewed it. That's like how Paul Feig viewed Ghostbusters. But then there's this whole other generation that was like maybe post-1980 our generation, we, we grew up with real Ghostbusters, watching the cartoons, watching extreme Ghostbusters, and it meant a lot more from like a, mm -hmm. a fandom point of view. There's a lot of people who go, you know, there was some of that snark on Twitter from the Hollywood elites. I don't know who said it. I can only assume. That were like saying, isn't Ghostbusters just like a silly comedy? Why is this so serious? And I was like, this is the most serious thing that's ever happened. Like you don't understand. Yeah, like it's it's dead serious. Like in a in a positive way, um, it means so much. I think that those of us who grew up watching the cartoon or who like me got into it a little bit later in life, but became quickly obsessive about watching Ghostbusters and Ghostbusters Two. Um, it's it, it is like a family member. It's important. Um, I know I've said that what, on record. What are you doing? What? Here? what? <laughs> yeah. No. No. It's like. I think there's that part of, like, as a kid, playing and recreating that, that you want to, like, see yourself in as a Ghostbuster. So I think that it does mean more. And I think, in particular, people these days really want good storytelling in their movies, and they, and they care about the characters and get really invested and want to know what they're doing afterwards, after the movie ended. So I think that this movie is really going to satisfy those, that, like, need. Right. Until the day it comes out and shit hits the fan. <laughs> Remember before The Last Jedi came out when the, there was, like, this... Everybody was genuinely excited about Star Wars, and then the day that came out, everything Split fell apart. Right, right down the middle. Right down the middle. Mm -hmm. um, before we move on from Ghostbusters, does anybody like have any questions, comments, wants to remark? Yo. One thing we should consider as another factor too is humor transitions completely differently from those of us born eighty before to those born, let's say, two thousand later. It's humor is humorous in different ways. What we're going to find funny back then. People from like, who are like 20 years old now will find humor. That's true. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. There's change, like. Change, time, change. Yeah. I understand that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and there's like, there's some people like, have you ever met somebody with, with a movie like Ghostbusters who like, you're a kid, you're obsessed with it. And like, I mean, we have a friend named John. He's an incredible artist. John Yurkeba. Some of you might know him. 
I don't think he finds Ghostbusters funny at all. Like, no, he's just no. like, there's nothing funny about this. Like, yeah, there's funny people in it, but, like, Ghostbusters is a, it's a drama. Yeah. <laughs> it's a serious thing. We should not be laughing at this. Yeah, 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 exactly. Uh, but no, that's a, that's a great point. And, like, there, like, and that's why I think it's important, like, there's a reason why McKenna Grace and Finn Wolfhard, like, these are two of the biggest, like, up-and-coming young stars, like, Listen, it's a good thing that they're in this movie yeah. because as much as we want to see 70-year-old Dan Aykroyd running around with the proton pack for like 10 minutes, I don't know if I need two hours of that. <laughs> More than hey, anything, we want to see Egon's yourself. kids. At least that's how I feel. Right. Like, and again, see... that sentence doesn't sound real. It <laughs> felt weird when I said it, honestly. Um, but yeah, that's how I feel. Yeah. Question? Do you think they'll reference any of the uh, adventures or levels from the game as their filler content? No, absolutely not. <laughs> I, I I love the game and I think the game's fun, but it, that stuff doesn't count. You talk about that new Munch. I, I don't think the there'll mobile be any app? The, yeah the mobile app. Yeah, yeah. no. I, I mean, it, I, I think it's possible there could be some Easter eggs, um, but I don't think they're gonna be like. Remember that time we were in the museum and we fought Vigo again? <laughs> right. Yeah. Had to catch Slimer again. This is the second time Evo Shandor has showed yeah, up. Yeah, I don't think that's good. But from what we've heard, there's a ton of Easter eggs, so who knows? Maybe there'll be a lot of Also, this is a spoiler-free. If anybody was worried that there were spoilers coming, we don't know anything. <laughs> All we know is what the trailer showed us. So. Yeah, don't show us if you yeah. know. If you've seen anything, please. Yeah. Um, anybody else? Yep. You think there are any of the other Ghostbusters who might have kids that we might see? I bet Peter Venkman has a lot of shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. What do you think? I mean, could, it could be. Yeah. We might see some more kids. And, and who knows? I think it's going like to be surprises. They all show up with all their kids. Listen, there's enough kids. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I think one of the most promising things for me about seeing these trailers is that Ghostbusters Afterlife actually looks like it's a little bit scary, mm -hmm. which mm -hmm. is something that the first two did very well, and Answer the Call did. Yeah, yeah. kind of Batman Forevered it. <laughs> what? <laughs> I love Batman Forever. I'm not saying I no, like Batman I Forever too. I find it a fantastic movie, especially through the lens of like ten-year-old me or however yeah, yeah, old I was when I watched it. But watching Answer the Call didn't feel the same way to me. Well, there's something about those. The way the ghosts are handled and answer the call is a little more, um, I don't know, Scooby Doo like. It's, yeah, it's more comedic. Yeah. It's chasing the comedic idea, but not the horror. That is one of my favorite things about the original two Ghostbusters is how good the ghosts are. And the ghosts are always taken seriously. You know, like, no matter how silly the movies can be at some yeah. points, like, the ghosts are taken seriously and yeah, they are scared. Slimer is like a legit yeah. ghost. Yeah, yeah. He's weird and freaky and disturbing, I'm, even if he is. There. For sure. Yeah. I'm super excited about mm -hmm. that. Yeah. I mean, one of the things Jason Reitman's talked a lot about is how like meticulous they've gone through old reels, the old dailies, really kind of like, you know, working with some of the original people that created the original puppets, trying to have as much practical effects as possible. Um, and all that kind of lends itself to like they're I think they are being annoyingly careful. I say that in a good way about trying to mimic the feelings of the specifically the original movie i think there will be some reference to ghostbusters too but i don't think like behind egon's barn is the statue of liberty just like <laughs> laying on the ground like i don't think they'll go that far certainly not but it would be interesting to see if like they did in in the video games they they find a way to tie those events together sure i, th I think they will i bet they will yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. what's up mitchell I, I, i'd like to say uh, something oh boy Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, he okay. said Batman Forever too, and I think he meant, I meant Batman and Robin. Like, no, no. Yeah. sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Respect. Do you guys? Do you two just want to get up here and like fight it out? <laughs> yeah. You guys want to do a podcast? <laughs> um. Anybody else on Ghostbusters? Yep. I saw the first Ghostbusters, and I thought it was this 
absolutely hilarious comedy with some slapstick, and it was just this brilliant comedy. So the thing is, I was seeing it through the lens of a pure comedic movie, and so that was sort of my perspective on making Auntie Paul, not realizing that other people thought this went for this sort of science fiction-esque adventure, adventure with some comedic elements to it. Right. And that was a big part of the original film that I didn't see, because I was seeing it through the lens of the comedy, and that's how they kind of arrived to how he made Answer the Call, because that's kind of what, what he was going through. Sure. Through his personal yeah. Yeah, your background and perspective will definitely color that stuff. Um and I think his style of humor and like kind of the improvisational improvisational aspect of it, it I don't know that it necessarily lended itself to make a great movie, but that was definitely what he wanted to do and he executed it and I guess I think there is a great movie in Answer the Call. I, I think it's just, short, but it's there. Stop it. <laughs> I it's got moments. I, there's a cut. Just give me get me in the editing bay. I'll do it. I come out you 10 minutes later, I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, No, yeah, for sure. 100%. 100%. I respect that. No, that's, I mean, that's what I kind of said earlier was like the movie itself brought it. It might not have been what the, and I think this is the, the part about fandom that's really tough, right? Because everybody kind of has their own personal perspective of what a movie is, what a franchise is, what it should be, what it could be. And then you see, um, you see Joe. <laughs> you see kind of a uh, a divisiveness that happens, right? So, like, within the Ghostbusters community, um, I know our core group of friends, there are people who absolutely love that movie. It means a ton to them. There's people who didn't care for it. But at the end of the day, we're all... We all just love the movies and we love the franchise. And I, I my personal feelings on that movie is, like, I really like Paul Feig and I like all four of those actresses. I think that I kind of felt like they all got a little shortchanged a little bit because I thought there was an opportunity to do something with that setup that could have been even more special. And unfortunately, because it, I mean, see where we are now, like it's going to be hard for those characters to get another chance to, mm -hmm. yeah. to shine. So I'd yeah. like to see them get that. I would love you know, to see I, it too. I think there's the, so the post credit scene where they set up, you know, that who's Zool? Yeah. You know, uh, I wanted to see, like, at the end of that, even with, you know, the trappings that I have about the film, I wanted to see where they were going with that. Right. And I find it unfortunate that we may not get that opportunity. Well, Abby, I want to turn to you because you yeah. have the female perspective. Yeah, 100%. But, but I'm going to be explored I, further in the comic say something else. <laughs> with <Dance of> <laughs> well, I was going to say one more thing. No, no, I just, I, I, I'm kind of interested in your perspective in the sense that. The there was this huge toxic backlash yeah, to that movie. Yeah, and I was on the movie. front lines, like you were, fighting for the movie, right? Tweeting, posting stuff, trying to make YouTube videos and get everyone like behind it. And I still really appreciate and have made a bunch of friends. And I feel like our community grew because of that movie, because of the females who saw their representation. Um, and I that's the stuff that I love about the movie that I have zero issue with. Um, I did, as someone who enjoys good comedy, et cetera, and really well-made movies, I didn't think that it was a really well-made movie. And as a stickler for just wanting the best from Ghostbusters and I suppose having my expectations, I was a little bit let down with the storytelling, uh, with the character development. Um, and I thought that it was just sort of a, a soft remake of the original. However, I think that the actresses, I love um, Kate McKinnon. I, I think that there was some really funny moments 
And I agree. I think it would be nice to see them, like, finish out their story, pop up in some way, have them brought back. I mean, I'm a huge... I'm not to bring not to bring up Star Wars, but I love the prequels. I love Jar Jar, so I'm not, like, not there for that. I know it always comes love. back to this. Hey, maybe, maybe they'll get a, a legacy sequel. <laughs> them things. Um, maybe they'll be so a yeah, legacy sequel. I so, think that it, it's, a, it's a tough mix. No, and the, the last thing I'll say on that, because we want to keep this... Uh, we want to keep talking about legacy sequels is that the internet, like the, the toxic, the really toxic backlash is not indicative of all of what was actually happening within like the true Ghostbusters fan community or like in any normal society. Like people who just like, if you're spending your day just downvoting YouTube videos, like, well, anyway, I almost said those people aren't at Dragon Con, but that, that they are. some of them are, some of them are but like, yeah, they're maybe not in not, here. They're not in here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anything else on Ghostbusters that we can talk about a few more? Yep. I just want to make sure we're all uh, appreciating that Paul Rudd is in. Oh my god, Paul yeah. Rudd, round of applause. Absolutely, Paul Rudd, Jerry Coon. Yeah, Paul the cast is really great. Mitchell? I'll go also say, just to kind of the Mm-hmm. All right. Yes. Mitchell has said it. Mitchell said it. Said it. Mitchell did it. Yeah. I guess just to try and transition it a bit out of Ghostbusters. Yeah, for sure. So, like, what are some examples of legacy sequels you really want after, like, to kind of follow after, like, other franchises? Oh, this is a good topic. Force Awakens, Jurassic World. Stop. Right. That's not what he asked. <laughs> he said other franchises that haven't got. Oh, that haven't? Okay. We can talk about that. Go for it. Um, let's see. We have a whole list of these. We're doing, we're doing ones that haven't gotten it? So, I want, I got one. Twister. Go. Ninja Turtles. <laughs> I want a Ninja Turtle. I want a Ninja Turtle movie that follows Ninja the, Turtle, the 1990 Ninja Turtles. So, what would it be? It would be a new Ninja Turtle movie. Okay. <laughs> with, I just want that same look. You know, I want those same. The Henson suits? Yeah, I want that sort of, I don't want the CGI, like, weird Michael Bay Turtles. I want. Practical? The Ninja Turtles. Right. Right. And Casey Jones. Yeah. We want the real Casey Jones. Bring him back. You said Twister. Yeah, I'd watch a Twister legacy sequel. Well, it almost happened. But what I was going to say, what's funny about it. that is it almost happened very recently. Last and year. Yeah. Helen Hunt wanted to direct a sequel, and she got told no. <laughs> <laughs> Some Hollywood big shot Somebody looked at Helen no. Hunt herself and yeah. said, we're not doing nope. it. <laughs> we have no interest. Listen, Twister's on TV every single day. On every single channel. So, what, what would you do with this? Hey, where sequel? it should be. Yeah. It would be the exact same tornado. <laughs> <laughs> Just still hunting them down. It's coming back for revenge. Jonas yeah. is still inside of it. Yes. Jonas is still there. So, it's a sentient twister. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, I like that. Yeah. Um, Joe has to, like, face off against the, uh, the original twister. Face off? Like she has she, to face off against Oh, uh, I thought you meant it. she becomes the Twister and the Twister becomes Helen Hunt. Like a face-off scenario. Okay. That's, okay. That might be better. What about Gremlins? I mean, yeah. Give yeah? me Gremlins. I feel like that's something we've been also being teased with forever. And I know that there is a uh, there's a cartoon coming. But I know, I know a while back there was uh, an idea being thrown around where somebody like buys Gizmo on eBay. Mm -hmm. Like that was a script, like that was a, a pitch for a Gremlins 3 was that somebody just found him on eBay and bought it and yeah. it's like started over and I want to see that. Yeah. yeah. That That's would be awesome. The for the first Transformers movie. Oh, right, right, yeah. E.T. Yeah. yeah. People want to go, yeah. they've been trying to do something with Goonies for, I'm not the biggest, I, this is like nerd cred stuff. I'm not the biggest Goonies fan. Where's Hal? Huh? It's still a good premise. It is a yeah. good. A bunch of dysfunctional kids finding treasure. Yeah, of course. Which is basically what you think is your life when you're a child. Like, we found treasure today, which is like dirt and sticks. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you said. Well, Got Super 8 definitely. So su there's been Ghostbusters Afterlife comparisons to Super 8 as well because it's the, the Spielberg nature of, uh, and that's, you know, clearly all has that Amblin kind of feel too. Yeah. You, you, you said E.T. Um, <laughs> yeah, but what about that uh, Thanksgiving commercial? That was like, did you see that? That's what they're doing now. 
I have no. Yeah. Well, I mean, have you? If you can watch it, I cried when I watched Hold it. Hold on, I'm thinking about you it right now. I'm thinking about that. Commercial. I'm thinking about that Comcast commercial right now. Did you sign e. up for back. cable afterwards? I did. I don't even use it. <laughs> um, they got me. So, Abby, you like ET? Yeah. What would you do with an ET sequel? Well, um, make it darker. Yeah, I <laughs> make mean, it scary. Make it really make scary. it a little scarier, possibly. Um, have ET come back and. Uh, yeah. Just have them come back. <laughs> um, let's go through some... I want to touch on some other legacy sequels that I think have maybe... There's varying opinions, good and bad. I and mean, that's kind of the fun of this. So. Let's do it. I don't want anybody... If we touch on a movie that you like and we say we don't like it, that's okay. Let us know. I want to hear... I want to hear... Defend it. What about Netflix? <laughs> <laughs> I... Trust me, Dan Ackward thinks that's happened. So, <laughs> boy, we're working on it right now. It's going to be huge. Um, Abby. Yeah. Bill and Ted Face the Music. Yeah. What did you think? I loved it. I thought it was I thought it was a really good legacy sequel having like their daughters be the main characters. Um, I thought it was uh, I thought it was funny. Keanu Reeves, he's aged a little bit and is maybe a little bit quieter than his original character, but overall I thought they did some really fun stuff with that movie. Death was still funny. Um the addition of what that robot character. Is. Oh yeah, what was his name? He's very funny. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. <laughs> Do you guys know there's a new Bill and Ted? <laughs> <laughs> now, have you have you watched that? When's the last time you watched that? Like when it came out? Yeah, I watched it. Twice. Yeah, it came when out like came a month out. ago, right? I, I implore you to rewatch that. Yeah. And see if you still feel the same. You did not like it. I I don't want to say that I. I didn't hate it. But it's not good. <laughs> Jake, hey, listen. listen. Hold on. Listen. It's if you listen to our podcast, Jake saying I didn't hate it is basically what Jack says to Rose in Titanic. It's an expression of deep, passionate love. Um, what didn't you like about it? Uh, most of it. Um, it's just weird. It, it's unfortunate, and I don't think it's their fault. But the fact that it was a, it was super low budget. They weren't, you know, the movie's about time travel, and they never once like, why don't you time travel back to yourselves? You know, like you, you would think there was that Walmart commercial where it had like a young. Oh, Alex Winter. Yeah, and I was like, "Whoa, that looks cool." Yeah. That's what that, that's what Bill and Ted's gonna be. And then hey, Abby, I none of that's in the movie. Jake likes commercials more than movies. Yeah. <laughs> I think when you have three minutes, it's Jake, much easier to not mess Jake it up. Jake goes to Walmart looking for. He's the only person looking for the Comcast sales. <laughs> hey, man, I saw that ET commercial. Sign me up. Um, there was some weird plot stuff in that movie that that really, really just felt like we need to make a third one. We don't care that it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> People will forget. Yeah. Oh. But the but the thing is, is that when the movie is enjoyable and it's funny, it's easier to like forgive that kind of stuff. When the movie's like hard to watch and get through, and it's not funny, wow. then it's like I'm gonna be I'm gonna be harsher on it. Did you guys? I'm did everybody? Be, hear, I'm gonna be Dan Harshman on it. Did everybody here see Face the Music? If you liked it, raise your hand. Exactly. That's it. That's it. No, That's how no, it felt. No, no, no. Okay. Abigail. Yeah. Terminator Dark Fate. Oh. <laughs> yeah, not so not so hot on that one. I really wanted that. I wanted Linda Hamilton to come back and kick ass as Sarah Connor. Uh, I was ready for it, but man, that was a convoluted story and just like an absolute flop in my mind. Actually, the definition of convoluted story is term it's Terminator. Yeah. You look it's at a convoluted yeah. story. Yeah. Yeah, that would be Genesis. Oh, uh, we don't eat the first legacy Giant sequel. Of it all. Hey, credit, by the way, round of applause for Terminator for having so many legacy sequels. <laughs> yeah. They keep doing it. Every Terminator sequel is a legacy sequel. The next one will be the right one. Yeah, yeah. The other ones don't count. This is a sequel to Terminator 1. The first half of T3 counts in the last five minutes of Genesis. Ignore Dark Fate and T2. And Sarah Connor Chronicles. I feel like that's the problem, though, with with the Terminator franchise is that they keep having to come up with convoluted ways to continue it yeah. when it was pretty much solved. It was it done. Was it was done. They yeah. saved the day. Yep. Judgment Day was over. You, know, you box yeah. it up and you ship it. Like, that was well, it. They could, have, they could have made another movie that just took place in the future and kept with that. Yeah. 
What was that one with Christian Bale? Yeah. Remember when he yelled at that guy on set? That's the only thing I remember. We'll play it back now. You just wanted to take it to that? Hey, he takes so there's one thing I want to talk I don't want to has everybody seen Dark Fate yeah, yeah? can we do a spoiler yeah yeah, yeah? okay Abby yeah you like John Connor yes you love him yeah he's your boyfriend dressed up as a met him <laughs> shook his hand so what did you think at the beginning of Dark Fate when when they kill him? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! It was such a oh, that was so hard to handle, and it set such a bad like taste in my mouth and tone for the rest of the movie because that's like your little baby boy. Um, <laughs> I really didn't like that. It, it, it was wait, <laughs> is he your son? Yeah, he's my son. <laughs> I wish, dude. Not my mother, Todd. <laughs> I love John Connor. Um, yeah, it was totally like I, I felt like why didn't somebody like stop them while making this and say like, hey, maybe we shouldn't. Maybe we'll alienate the audience who loves John Connor by doing this. I think in slight defense to Dark Fate, the biggest problem with all those other Terminator sequels is they have no idea what to do with John Connor. Right, that's true. It's solved by the end right. of the anyways. Or Arnold Schwarzenegger. This one, they were like, guys, we have the idea of the century where you got Arnold back, cargo shorts. <laughs> <laughs> we did it. Jake, what do you think of Dark Fate? Oh, it's... In in the long line of of Terminator sequels, and I wa I like rewatched all those movies up to Dark Fate. Is it the worst one? <sighs> Maybe Genesis. Genesis is I'd, bad. I'd it's rather, hard. I'd it's kind of hard to that over Genesis. rank them because they're so. Like you were just like, which one is the one with Christian? Like they're all <laughs> after Terminator Two. It's like term. It, that's it. They keep renaming the Skynet. It's Genesis now. It's Genesis now. <laughs> they, get, they keep having to push the date of yeah, when yeah. Skynet becomes aware. It's, it's like, like any six cult times. or anything ever. <laughs> no, no, no. no. Yeah. It's received word from on high. <laughs> they changed their mind. Yes. Yeah. We'll do it um, next year. Okay, uh, Jurassic World. I'll start with you this time. Oh, boy. You like dinosaurs? I like dinosaurs. My, I had it, you know, I, I think the Jurassic World movies are fun and I enjoy them and I'm glad they're here, but comparing Jurassic World to Jurassic Park is comparing anything to Jurassic Park is just don't do that. I mean, I, I, I like them all. I like them all. I like Jurassic Park three. I like them all. But Jurassic Park one is a, it's a, it's a masterpiece. It just is, you, you know, so it's weird, man. I'm glad, you know, the third one they're bringing back, like we're getting, you know, Grant and Ellie and, and Ian's coming back and, and I'm a little concerned about it because there's like there's a lot 40 happening. main characters in this movie. <laughs> they better start kill like it's gonna be dark fight. They're gonna I kill wish, Alan Grant. The first I wish the dinosaur. Seconds. I wish the dinosaurs were scary because they're not anymore. You know, like when you when you go back and watch, I was I don't know seven or eight years old when the first Jurassic Park came out, and that that scene where the T Rex breaks out, it is it's terrifying, yep. and the Velociraptors are set up to be the scariest things you've ever dealt with. And now you, you're like riding motorcycles with them and you know, you're like rooting for the T-Rex and yeah, it's like- you're finally oh. having fun with the dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> That's my biggest issue with, with those. So you just want uh, a straight up horrible view with dinosaurs. Yeah, give me that. You literally just that. described that actually, Jake's that like whatever mm -hmm. personal heaven. Hey, I had a nap earlier, and that's what I dreamt of. <laughs> Abby. Yeah. Jurassic World. Yeah. You know, I thought it was a well-made movie. I didn't love the characters quite as much as I thought I would. Um, but I think the movie, like I've warmed up to it over time. I think that uh, Claire Deering's character, like I had a few issues with her, um, but I think I've softened a little bit, and uh, I didn't hate. Fallen Kingdom. I know it's kind of a little weak, um, but yeah. I especially hey, liked her in the I movie hate one. Fallen Kingdom. Hate I don't like that movie. When I saw it, I was like, this is pretty fun. I, like, we were talking about a horror movie, like a horror uh, movie set in Jurassic Park. Yeah, they tried like, for they that. Tried. They tried. Exactly. They tried. It's basically, Jurassic Park is basically what happens if you're stuck in a zoo after it closes. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. And you just can't that premise works once yep. like the the premise of the of the power going out the that it works once and after that it's like they're just so, having to get so weird with it yeah it's like people should learn by the way this is fun thank you guys for coming this yeah, is really fun um we know that there's a lot going on at dragon con and uh the fact that you spent an hour with us is can we just call my mom and let her know that this is <laughs> happening <laughs> 
<laughs> I need the validation. Uh, we've got 10 minutes left. We're happy to do more questions. I have a question. Gun to your head. One of these... Uh, hey. No, 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 no. Super Soaker. Super Soaker 25. To your head. But you're going to get super, super soaked. <laughs> One of these movies, not a reboot, not a remake, proper legacy sequel, but it has to happen. Back to the Future or Jaws? Jaws. 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 What? <laughs> okay, hey, Abby, break the news to Jake. Yeah? Um, people don't hold Jaws 2, 3, and 4 in the same reference. Well, they're not, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You not two like might. You. you two might. Um, so Jaws, you, do we want to see a legacy sequel to Jaws? Straight up serious shark attack. Okay. I think we just well, don't want to see a legacy back to the future because they probably ruin it. Okay. Um, just like, the, again, this is, and I, I think I speak for everybody, maybe not, but. Whenever they make a sequel, <laughs> Hold on. sequel. Well, if does I love agree, that. anytime they make a sequel of your favorite stuff, and like they'll make like Peter Bakeman a drunk or something like that. So and you're like, this is <laughs> Please make Peter Bakeman so a drunk. You guys would rather them ruin Jaws than ruin. Are we sure Peter Bakeman wasn't a drunk? And also, more, more of that cast is still around. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. And not just that, but also I think I can have more fun with this franchise than Jaws. Jaws is straight up horror. It's one of the greatest horror things. So you're going to, you're catered to a completely different audience both ways. It's just like, I mean, it's just like Jurassic Park, the Jaws, uh, it, 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 yeah, it makes Jaws sense one time. The <laughs> <laughs> if they close up everything in the third movie, everything is done. Oh, at SeaWorld? Back to the Future. Actually, no, I disagree with that. Oh, oh boy. Doc Brown built another time machine. That's true, he, he does. does. <laughs> and so there is potential for more tomfoolery. There's a whole cartoon about yeah. it. Yeah, they did a whole yeah. cartoon about it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Do any are any of these problems? Do you find whether it's Jaws, Back to the Future, any of these are any of them untouchable? Never touch them again, or is there an idea that we, you would say we could do Back to the Future in a, in a safe way? I mean, it would have to be like a Jason Reitman situation. It's or somebody gonna, who's like connected to the property has an idea, yeah. and it's such a good story that everyone comes behind it and supports it. If it's like a money making grab. Then absolutely not. I would say don't touch Back to the Future, don't touch Jaws, please don't. But it's going to happen at some point. Sure. Like it will, there will be sequels I'm gonna in get some to way real to, quick, to I both. Please, can you give him a bracelet? Because he said the funniest thing. <laughs> when he was like, he was like, I'm not sure, but I think everybody in this room agrees with me. And I was like, I love that. Do we want any more Kylo Ren's or anything like that? <laughs> no. Kylo Ren is the drunk Peter Vagman of Force Awakens. <laughs> <laughs> Like, so, okay, I'm gonna switch gears just a little bit. Yeah, sure. Okay, so if the criteria is original cast and length of time between when the original came out Please and now, I know what you're saying. Is Spider-Man oh. a legacy? <laughs> okay, oh. I thought you were going. I've been trying to figure out if Avatar 2 is considered a legacy series because they've been teasing it. Um, the new Spider-Man. Yeah. So I mean, I think so. Right? I mean, it's, under the criteria you've set, right? Part of it will be legacy sequel. Okay. Part of it will just be the 50th movie in the MCU. <laughs> but that's that's Sony and, and that's their plan. But I they, think, here's my prediction, because Sam Raimi's doing the new Doctor Strange, I want to see him do a fourth and final Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. Yes. Yeah. I'd End it the right way. Yes. I thought I was going to get clapped. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was going to say that. Yeah. Oh my Everybody's God. like... Yes! <laughs> Toby McGuire's in the back and he goes. <laughs> Thank you. Um, well, yeah, go for it. Um, I just was curious because I think one of the better examples would be like a Blade Runner 2049. Yeah. Oh, like, I'm curious if you guys had any opinions on that one. 
I didn't see it. You didn't see it? <laughs> I didn't see it. Here's, here, remember the thing earlier where I, where I was challenging my nerd cool. cred? Yeah. I've seen the first Blade Runner like five times. I never know what's going on. <laughs> I'm like, what is? what are they talking about? Oh, uh, no, I've, I never actually saw the new one, but I know it's like, it's it's an example. I know the new Tron is another example. There's TV examples. Why am I holding it like that? Um, I'm just like, Stand up. Um, the uh, Cobra Kai is a yeah. great example of like, a, Cobra Kai is a little bit like Afterlife where it's like, wait, this works? Like they're doing this and people like this? Because it's like, you know, you really, that kid learned karate like 30 years ago and they're still going with it. So. Um, anything else before we wrap up? Yep. What about uh, Spaceballs? Uh, yes. Sure, I mean. If the property's like if, silly and goofy if Mel Brooks and like is gonna a do spoof it. to begin with. Mel Brooks like, has yeah, wanted to do that. Back. He's talked about it. I'm sorry? If you could have Rick Moranis come back. God, if he would just come back. Yeah, we want Rick Moranis. What's he doing? He's doing... Well, you probably are happy about this. He did that commercial. (laughs) 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 He did the mid-mobile commercial. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I would have been good. good. I think this all speaks to... Yeah, I mean, I think that's part of the the. It's kind of hard to talk about that with Star Wars because the thought of it, like, we're there's gonna be, like, a hundred more Star Wars movies. Like, here's a here's a deep sad thought. Most of us are never gonna see the best Star Wars because <laughs> it's gonna be made long after we're gone. Um, sorry. What a was weird that, was thought. That a little bit sad, but what are you doing, <laughs> Abby? Yeah. What do you, I mean, I, that's a, that's great. Are, are certain things just letter, better left, just untouched? Well, we already talked about the two franchises that I think are better left untouched, Jaws and Back to the Future. I think that those are like but, up there. Yeah, but you can't count Jaws because it's already touched. There's already Jaws 2, 3, and 4, okay, which are so weird. Are Back to the Future is the only... Yeah, that's legitimate. You know, Back to the, the Future, E.T., like those are... Period. But I, God, but I guarantee you we're going to get those. Like, it's going to happen. Oh, we didn't talk about Halloween. Should we, let's talk about that real quick. Well, let's end on Halloween. <laughs> Who saw Halloween 2018? Did we like that movie? Yeah. 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 Yes. I liked it. Who didn't like it? Hey. Just Jake. <laughs> hey, hey, I hated it. <laughs> <laughs> let's just end on that. <laughs> I hated it. Guys, thank you so much. Thank you to the American Sci-Fi Classics track for having us. Yes, thank you to all of our friends who came and to all of our new people. We'll give you bracelets. Yeah, come get bracelets. Uh, oh, we got bracelets. Come tonight, 10 p.m., the Real Ghostbusters panel with, I think, live commentary from Chase and Dan. Dan Harshman. Um, which will be fun. They're going to be watching some old episodes of Real Ghostbusters. And uh, we do have a YouTube channel and podcast feed and all that. It's Yes, Have Some. We do episodes every week. We do a live stream every Tuesday night on YouTube called Toy Anxiety. We talk about toys and action figures. We all yell at each other and it's all fun. Uh, Bye, everybody. Bye. Thanks, y'all.